Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Hear Our Voices, HOV. I hope you guys will follow us on Twitter and Instagram. You could definitely DM us on there anytime. It doesn't matter. Trust me, I'm always up. I'm, I don't need that much sleep, to be honest. So if you want to follow me on any platform, I'm also connected through there, Davis. You can find me on YouTube, you can find me on Instagram, and you can find me on Twitter. So if you don't want to go through anything, other people will read it because other people do have the connections to get inside those things for my job. You could definitely DM me separately and I'll be able to help you there too. Don't be shy, I'm here to help. So today we have a special guest, another person who's in lived experience. She's actually in the shelter right now, but I'm not going to go too much into her story because that's what she's here for, to explain it to you and give you her point of view of what she's going through right now. Her name is Tina. Let's welcome Tina to the show. Hi, Tina. Hi. So tell me a little bit about your story. How did you end up in shelter? And we could start from there. Okay. Um, you know, I had uh, my, you know, my twins, my twin sons, you know, around um, December. Yeah, I, I, you know, I had my twin sons, you know, in December, you know, almost three years ago. And you know, I was living in a, you know, in a church in Manhattan, but, you know, what actually, you know, where I was living, it's, you know, it's just a temporary stay. Okay. Yeah. So after that, you know, they refer me if I, if I need help with housing or anything and, you know, they refer me to a packed shelter system. Yeah. You know, and that's where I went, you know, they were trying to be, they were trying to help. But you know, the, you know the shelter system is tough, though. You know the part where they keep finding you ineligible and stuff. You know it was kind of tough. So, yeah. what we could have process for you? Because you said it's tough. In what way and how did you overcome the obstacles that they put before you? Yeah, first of all, you know, I had you know like three different, you know, like two different addresses. So. The problem was that it was just one address that had all these problems and stuff. You know, they couldn't, the person couldn't pick up the phone, then all these issues. So because they keep finding me ineligible and stuff like that, I have to go up and down every 10 days with the children. It was a little bit hard over there, you know, that part where they keep finding me, you know, inelig- you know ineligible. I got it. Yeah, that part could very, it's very exhausting. <laughs> it's yeah, exhausting. it is. Um, now in corona they definitely have changed it so because they don't want a lot of people in the building and such like that they mm-hmm. the um when you're fine eligible they do it through the phone for that i understand um so which is that's a good thing i think it helps time with the family kids don't have to be out of school you know it, mm-hmm. it's, it's much more better than you going up there every 10 days or 11 14 days to see oh what do you need now what like you know so i think that's a much um good process so you said yeah. you were in the manhattan in a place in manhattan first where you were yeah i would go there single yeah. first that's why no 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 actually you know let me explain you my story i'll just you know i'm not you know it's a little bit long but i'll just you know no, it's fine we're it's, here yeah. <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> actually you know um i was working you know i was working with families you know as a living okay yeah and, you know, at the, at the time, you know, me and the kids father, you know, we're, we're like in a relationship and I got pregnant. I was shocked. You know, I said, wow, I wasn't wow. expecting to break. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
I wasn't expecting to be pregnant, not right now. <laughs> yes, I was shocked when I found out. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be a mom. Okay. So the thing is that, you know, when I was working with this family in Queens, you know, I was working for them. I was like, uh, what's it called? I was like a nanny. Yeah, I was a nanny, you know, taking care of the children. Yes. Because, you know, yeah, their family goes to work and stuff. So I was the one, you know, taking care of the children. Yeah, so after, you know, I was trying to figure out, you know, where to stay. But the kid's father at the time, he was living in the shelter himself. But he asked me to go in the shelter with him. I'm like, I'm working. I have to work. I can't go in the shelter with you. You know what? He's a whole different story. He's a lazy person. So, you know, just forget it. So that's why I didn't mean, <laughs> that's, Yeah, that's why I didn't even go with him. The dude is lazy. He doesn't get to work. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, you know what, just forget it. This guy is something else. I'm tired. I tried and tried. Yeah. He doesn't want to grow up. So that's why I want, you know, me and the kids went in the yeah. So actually, so while I was living in Manhattan, it was a church. That was just a regular church. You know, they've been helping moms and kids. So okay. me and my yeah, so me and my twins, you know, were living there for like seven months or so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was living with the sisters you know they were like sisters i'm not catholic though but i was just living there you know for like seven months okay they, yeah they've been helping you know most moms and then in manhattan midwest yeah mm. so the thing is that after they asked me oh where do i want to stay you know like where are you gonna stay and stuff so they're coming me the shelter system i'm like okay before going to the shelter i was kind of scared right. because i didn't I don't know how the shelter look like, and I never been there before. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, wow. I understand. What's gonna happen? Is it like a gym or what? <laughs> I was thinking. Then I, you know, then you know, I met with this lady, some young lady. She explained me, oh no, the shelter system, they do help. Everybody's gonna have their rooms. I'm like, oh okay, cool. I'm gonna try it out then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I never been there. I never been there before, so. I'm like, oh my God, how's it going to look like? I was just thinking. Yeah. So, yeah. Signing up in the shelter, me and my boys, they kept on finding us ineligible. Then they'd be like, I, I ended up in the shelter, I think around July 2019 or July 2019 or so. Okay. Yeah, July 2019. And they told me that, you know, I need, they're trying to, actually, some caseworkers over there were nice and some, you know, Someone nice though, they were trying to say, What keeps you finding? You know, what keeps oh, oh god, what, what, <laughs> I'm sorry, they're, they're not like, oh, Yeah, they said, Oh, why you keep coming back here? What makes you find you know ineligible all the time? I'm like, Is this one address that's the problem? Oh, okay. fam- yeah, I, I don't know, it was weird just because of one address. I, I don't know, that was that was just a problem. So they keep finding me, you know, ineligible. And oh, I, I hated that part. They say, oh, so if you're going to be fine, eligible January of 2020. I'm like, oh, damn. So July to, to oh, wow. That was, that, was, that was a tough journey. <laughs> yeah, that was tough. Yeah. So they couldn't help me. I don't know. I wanted to go back and retry again. So I don't know. Oh, I got it. I got it. Yeah. So where are you staying now? You know, right now I live in my parents' house and this place is tight. It's tight. And I have my stuff in the storage. That's crazy. So you're not living in a shelter right now? I thought you lived in shelter. Oh, no, I was living. Not right now, though. Okay. So how yeah. long were you living in the shelter for? 
for like five July to December. I think it was for like five months or so. Oh, at the church. No, no, the church. Oh, actually, the, it passed. Okay, hold on, hold on. Let, let me explain it to you. The church was, you know, was January till July. Okay. That was the church, yeah, shelter. Then Pat, Pat was July till December. Okay, I got it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, was, yeah. When you were in there, how was the experience itself? Like walking, walk me through how when you and your kids walked in, what's the, what the um, some resources they gave you? Why did you come out? Why you just didn't stay there until they gave you what you needed to be on your feet? Because right now you're not living in your own apartment right now, right? You're living with other people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm living with other people, not my own apartment. I wish I'd, I would like to have my own apartment because I'm grown. Right. Like we yeah. all would at this point, right? So yeah. um, so can you explain how it was for you in the shelter itself, the shelter system, and how was it for your kids, if you mind? Yeah, you know, actually, you know, um, I was working part-time, you know, because for the kids, you know, they were little and I came to the daycare. I was trying to find a nine-to-five job, but it was kind of hard to find a nine-to-five job. So I was doing part-time. Okay. And when they find me ineligible, they give me a resource that, oh, do you know anybody that you could stay with? So they could, I don't know, they, they have this program also. They I say, know, you know what you any, mean, yeah. And yeah. they pay the rent for those people. Yeah. Yeah, okay. and they pay the rent. Yeah, that's what they're trying to say. And they're going to give me a voucher or something. They say I qualify for this voucher, City Fabs, or something like that. Because okay. I was working part-time, yeah. Yeah. I wasn't making too much money. It was just part-time, yeah. Oh, so they wow. told me, oh, yeah, you do qualify for this, you know, voucher, but you know anybody? Yeah, I'm like, no, I don't know anybody I could stay with. Yeah. Oh, wow. Did they give you any other options other than City Faps and that, the other, I don't know the name of it, but um, but I know the program, though, and they help pay your rent. Is it the SOTA, the SOTA voucher, or oh, that's the, what you're talking about? Yeah, they pay for the year, though, for SOTA voucher, don't they? I don't want I don't know about it. I heard somebody talking about it though. I'm not sure how that one works. So they're supposed to be like you pay they pay rent for a year uh-huh. and then after you have to you have to pay the rent after that. That's how the soda voucher actually works. Uh okay. Oh wow. Yeah. But you have to be in shelter to get those things. Well they have oh, the soda? that's the one you don't need to be in a shelter for at all. The city fabs? Yeah, they have some, most city FEPs when you have to be in a shelter, a DV, they have different versions of it. But uh-huh. if you want to stay like an apartment, if you already have it, but you just couldn't afford the rent for right now, they have a uh-huh. um, voucher called city FEPs to stay. So they have that. Mm, okay. Okay. So okay. Um, what is your future plans that you plan to do right now to get yourself in a better situation? The future? Hmm. You know what? I have a lot going on. You know, um, to be honest, um, I have to. Okay, you know, I'm looking for a job. I'm trying my best to. I don't know. I'll try to. I don't know. Oh God, I have a lot going on. You know, um, well, I've signed up for section eight and stuff like that. I'm not sure when the section eight. You know, this section eight will be coming. I don't know. I don't want to like rely on section eight like that. And I don't. And I don't want to keep you know living with my family like that. You know. Because I don't know, there's not enough space in this apartment. My kids are getting taller and they sleep one, they, they, they're sleeping in one um, pack and play. They're getting tall. They're not small anymore. Right. But they're going to be three in December. Yeah. And I don't know. It's kind of hard. I got it. Yeah. 
But I understand though. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely, I don't know if you want to go back to shelter or how you want to do that or oh, go to HLA you know, for certain helps. Well, if you know something, to be honest, if the shelter will take me back, I'll definitely go. I have no problem. The reason why I haven't gone back because I'm scared that maybe they're not going to take me back. That's why I never went back. It's going to be a bit of a push and pull with the shelter taking you back. But you should be able to go back and there's going to, you have to just get your family to write you a letter saying that they don't want you there anymore. But um, definitely. So you have to, one thing I was sick of saying, you have to advocate for yourself. And mm-hmm. just, you know, talk, like, don't let them, you know, talk over you. Really ask questions and see what services you can get help with. Okay, only if they want to take me back. That I have no problem because I wanted to go back even. But but I was scared that, oh, maybe they're not going to take me back. That's why I'm here like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That I, was, I have the fear. I'm like, oh, God, will this will take me back? That's what I'm thinking. I don't know. I'm like, oh, my God, I hope they take me back. That's what I'm saying here. If not, I'll definitely go. I mean, okay, yeah, yeah. The, the, you know what happened when they couldn't help me? This is the mistake that I made. Like, this is my first time being in the shelter. I've never been in the shelter, right? This is, my, this is my mistake. You know, I was in the shelter system with me and the boys, right? Me and my, you know, my twin sons, I was there with them. So the mistake that I did, I left for three days and went to my family. Next thing you know, I went back to the shelter system. They asked me, oh, where were you for three days? I'm like, oh, I was with my mom. They say, oh, wait, so you do have a place to stay. Okay, so go. I'm like, oh my God, are you serious? And you stayed hmm. out for too long. You can't stay out past curfew. For a certain amount of days because you're considered like basically a wall so you don't mm-hmm. really um that means you don't need if you could stay somewhere for those amount of days they don't need that means you don't need their help so you have to they give you rules when you go mm-hmm. in the you have to follow the rules that they give you if not they can kick you out hi it's Cadish from the future editing here um i just want to say guys thank you for listening this, i know this is a much more shorter um podcast that you're used to but i'm just gonna add some more context and information to this podcast if you ever find yourself in a like not eligible eligible for um path you could definitely do fair hearings they definitely work for people if you feel just aggravated you don't want to do that like i did personally um just keep on going back and make them um do your whole process over again before i literally had to take off work to do it now i think it's a little bit more easier with covid of how the system is um how the system does things right now and it should be staying like that for the future from what they say so that's a good thing that you know um people and myself have been working on for the system at path and things like that and even if the people in the the shelter does not help you with certain resources Google is your friend. You can Google a lot of stuff um, about what's available to people in shelter. And if you don't know how to do your FEPS application, for example, you can go to home bases. And I know people are going to say that a lot of time to get to home base is, is like a, is a lot of ring around. And now because of COVID, it's much more harder. Before um, COVID, you were able to just walk in there, get information. They give you an appointment to come back. Um, with COVID, a lot of things have changed 
And because so many people are in dire restraint and because they have to let off people because they don't have the vaccine, it's been a lot of strain on the people. I know a lot of people call in and they want to get help, but it's just like being understaffed in like a half of the city, it seems like is going into shelter or coming out of shelter or just needs help in general because they just don't work with people only in shelter. They work with um people as a prevention kind of service. That's what they do. So um, that's not the only population they're working with. It can be hard for these agencies to help everybody that they need to help. And stuff do fall through the cracks. I think a lot of city agencies that happen to, I don't think they, they don't mean for it to happen. But it, this just happens when you have a large volume of people who do need the help. So just take your time. Be persistent. Be annoying. Really advocate for yourself to um, get these services for you. And um, if you need any other resources and stuff like that, we try to update certain things um, about Campbell. Just different things that's happening on our Twitter feed. We have two more other platforms we're opening up soon. So look out for those platforms. I'm just not going to tell you what they are as yet, but they're going to be coming out. We have some other things coming out, too. When they are, you know, announced, you'll see them on Twitter and Instagram. So um, keep your eyes out on those things and you'll definitely see our information down below of where to follow us. Just honestly, just never give up and try to make the system work for you. And I know the system seems like it's working against you because a lot of times that's what it really is doing. But if you could just stay, just hang on a little bit longer, you can definitely get to use the stuff that they have out for people. And things like that. So um, don't be discouraged. And keep your head up. And just do for your family that you know what needs to be done. If you're a person who wants to be interviewed for this podcast. Definitely just DM us. Or I don't know what you call it, Twitter. But Twitter us. <laughs> I don't know. Um, DM us the information. And we'll get back to you as soon as possible. I'm usually always on it. So um, definitely do that. Okay guys. Um, see you next week on Wednesday and thank you for coming. Bye.